So, welcome back. Um, when we last left, uh, Acanthus had, well, not Acanthus, Songbird, uh, same person, different name, uh, had cornered a 16-year-old... Mm, nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Freezing. <laughs> yeah, had uh, had talked with a 16-year-old girl, Sylvia uh, Colorossi, uh, about... Nice. Her age. My van. <laughs> She's waitress. Just... Yeah, uh, who had uh, basically known some, something about our the Cabal's Mm, contact uh, Titus Singleton and had said, well, she didn't have much interaction with him, but he'd been asking questions about the weird folks who had come around before and had been speaking with her dad. Uh, so finally, the Cabal have a clue. So we guys are we're, we're back at the bar, uh, the even dart. Um, Sylvia has just pocketed the $20 tip uh, and said, all right, thanks. Yeah, stay in school. Got it. Bye. And uh, she's going to buy drugs with that money. She's a nice girl. How do you think she works such long shifts? <laughs> it's all that meth. With her mother. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Songbird, I imagine you head back to the, the group. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And fill everybody in. Uh, I was going to say, so how'd it go? Good. It sounds like Titus was here, but there was also some other weird, quote unquote, weird dudes that wanted to like get into the basement for some reason. Do we know when this was? What a coincidence. I want to get into the basement. Uh, she didn't say when, but she said her dad was the one that was dealing with them. So we can talk to the dad or we can just go to the basement. I thought we'd just go to the basement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you... I'm on board with that plan. Okay. We're just not going to ask for permission. Sure. Okay. Let's start playing character for me. I expected someone else to resist that. I mean, I, I I know that, or I think Songbird thinks that his role needs to be like, if they're going to do something, be there to make sure they don't get fucked up. Aren't you supposed to be the adult here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's the bodyguard. Let's not, let's not throw things around like adults. Like this is technically y'all's mission. Yep. You know what I mean? And like, I'm here to, you're, you're, I, that's the way I see it. At I least see, see, my I, kind of I think responsible weird mind. is more of the adult. <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say that. Like technically speaking, I'm no. the adult in the room. That doesn't end well either. No, it's like I had planned this all to fall apart right away. Um, so yeah. Uh, so basically, you guys um, pay your bill and out the front door. Uh, okay. Yeah. I um, I'm gonna actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to save us some time and potential legal problems. And um, I'm going to excuse myself to the restroom. And when I get in there, I'm going to lock the door and I am going to use the mirror to cast a scrying spell into the basement. It does not say that I need to be in front of the door. It just says I can create a window to look into a distant location. Correct. OK, so uh, this is where. Uh, oh, hang on. You have space two, right? I have, uh, okay. yeah. Let me double check. I believe you can do this. Okay, so this is going to be where space mages really show off. Unfortunately, I will go ahead and tell you, you cannot do this now because uh, what you need, uh, and let me find the magic specific, um, is you're going to need sympathetic range. So you're going to need some connection to draw on because by default, your range is touch and, or yourself. Uh, or with advanced duration, uh, with advanced scale, you can do it at sensory range to so someplace that you can sense, even if it's just here. So if you're like leaning up against a door and you could hear into the room, you could scry into the room. But for beyond that, 
you need um, sympathetic range, which, uh, let's see here. Um, she creates a window that allows her to see the subject. We, Go ahead. Can we talk that out for a bit? What would he mean? need that for, if he's standing outside of a door, would he need that to see on the other side of the door? No. So the cellar is right below our feet, is it not? Correct, but he cannot sense, he's not getting any kind of sensory stuff from there. So if you were would up have to be like outside the door to right. the cellar. At that point, you're, you're, you know that there is a room there. You're hearing what's in that room. <laughs> I will put my phone on vibrates. Sup, Ryan? So it's sensory range is, is the big thing. Um, so you have to be able to perceive it in some way. So knowing that it's down there is very different from perceiving it in some way. Um, and okay. it's, yeah, this is this is the nitty gritty thing that makes space mages um, controlled. <laughs> um, and this is why um, Shodell knocked on the door. He could right. not just appear in there. Now, if he had a sympathetic connection to a subject, um, so like using your scrying thing as an example, um, um, when cast on, uh, sympathy to a location gives you a broad overview of the area analogous to a cinematic wide shot, but it remains static. Sympathy to a person gives a close up, so you're able to see them, which is that's what I was pulling postcognition from. But weird had a good you know, comparison that said as if you're right there, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, now, if you were casting within sensory range, i.e. The, the room around, which by the way, they show as an example in the book, uh, which is basically, oh, I'm right here and I'm hearing their conversation. And so they scry to yeah. that, you know, thing. So, no. Okay, so just to clarify, a place that I have not been, again, using the artwork from the mm -hmm. book, I have to at least be able to perceive it in some way beyond the other side mm -hmm. of the door or whatever. Right. But a place that I have a sympathetic connection to, like I could, from the bathroom at the bar, I could scry into my apartment mm -hmm. because I have a sympathetic right. connection. But a place that I don't, I have to at least be in perceptive. Right. Or range. have something okay. to so use. instead of ensconcing to the bathroom... Mm -hmm. Uh, I am going to um, let the group know that when we get to the door, before we break any laws, at least man-made laws, sure. I am going to uh, scry, scry through the door to save us some time and potential legal anguish. Okay, cool. I like that. Sure. Um, so uh, at this time, it's, you know, one, two in the afternoon. The cabal had paid their tab and head out. Yes, I, I will. I, the meal's on me, guys. <laughs> Thank you. This songbird is like, I took you to a three-star Michelin restaurant yesterday. Right? <laughs> but okay. So Who's you guys, keeping track? I'll, yep. I'll take you know what? I, th I that's have. a good point. I do appreciate that. I'll cover the tip, too. Did <laughs> I uh, manage to get through my burger? Uh, no. <laughs> like a okay. quarter of it. Wait, hang on. We need a we need a constitution check. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for it. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You're down for it. All right. Roll it. Uh, so strength, stamina. Strength. Actually, I think this is going to be a stamina and composure roll, or no, stamina and resolve. It is a physical uh, and mental. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with either one of those. So. <laughs> yeah. Stamina. Uh, stamina and resolve. <laughs> sure. People at home, I apologize. You came here expecting something similar to vampire. Instead, we're determining if we're going to eat a burger. Contest. Okay, hang on. You can't sweat them for that. We spent the first hour with me being drunk and asleep and them dancing trying on to the dance ceiling and making with breakfast. Atratus's ghost brother. Yeah. 
With yes. my dead brother. Yep. Okay. So yeah, no, you bo- box out the like seven eights of the burger and like back. Thanks, guy. All right, it goes in the backpack and yep. away we go. Uh, so you guys make your way around. Um, like I said, um, the the the. So I swear, you guys all passing it around. I'm gonna kill y'all. Um, I've so, been awake for like twenty three hours now. So yeah, that's true. And just so you're, if we see somebody homeless or like somebody with a pocket, let me know. Okay. What? If we see somebody who's so homeless or panhandling or something, let me know. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, this is a uh, a little bit more. Not quite upper scale, but it's it's a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you don't necessarily they run all their homeless people out. No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. Now that said, there's a park a little ways away. So, uh, anyways, yeah, you guys get around. It's it's an alley. It is it is very like footpath alley. There's not a lot. Uh, definitely like you know uh, like I described a, a while back. It's a little bit older. Uh, some of the age of the town kind of shows here. Um, the the brick on the cellar looks kind of newer matches the 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 rest of the building which is a little bit um it looks like it's been updated but you guys have seen pictures down below and it looks like it's some like old flagstone like river rock kind of old school basement kind of stuff um uh john and if you want mammon can go ahead and roll scry uh yeah now uh quick question when you say is on the side of the building. Do you mean like an mm-hmm. alley or is it like street yeah, it's, side? It's, it's an alley between buildings and it is, it's just footpath kind of thing. And it's not like right there. It's kind of back around a little bit. Before so he I does... can use high speech this time. Hold that thought. Wait, what? <laughs> Weird. Go ahead. Before he does cry, I wanted to throw a spell on him. Oh, okay. And what were you saying, John? So I can use high speech this time? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. if everybody no. like everybody kind of does the like the classic, you know, kids about to do something wrong, everybody kind of spreads out and looks around. Uh, actually, I'm going to. Uh, hey, uh, Atratus, could you do me a favor and, um, you know, just just watch for nosy passersbys? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Oh. Thanks. What was, what was this spell you're casting? Um, I'm going to be casting uh, superlative luck. Will not work I'm on using- spells. What? It will not work on spells. Oh, it does not work on spells? No, sp- very specifically, um, there is, um, I believe it's two reach, where it says, hey, you can do uh, you can do something with spells, I believe. Yep. Uh, oh, only for rituals, though. Right, and uh, let's see here, Perlode of Luck. I may apply okay, the yeah. effect to sp- ritual spell casting, which doubles, yeah. Okay. And I don't think you guys right. plan to spend six hours to scry through a door. No, no. Okay. Uh, okay. No. So because it is a space mm-hmm. spell, I'm going to need a rod if I'm going to get that bonus. Uh, you could use mirror in this case because this is a, a spell affecting you. Because oh, I'm looking. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm going to utilize my phone again. Okay. Man, I, I I'm really getting use out of this phone. <laughs> okay. Hang, hang, hang on. And. She pulls out a silver mirror out of her backpack. How about you try that? Is it worked? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's a yeah. mirror. It's formed, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just Are surprised you, you don't have a pocket mirror. Yeah, really. Why would like I a have a pocket mirror? Because like you've used, used one three sand. times. Just in the last hour. <laughs> I, I love the fact, by the way, that we are having this conversation in character. Listen, <laughs> I paid $1,200 for this phone. I'm going to get my use out of it. Okay. Okay. I appreciate There's it. There's an app for that. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. So yeah, you guys kind of trip right. around, and uh, especially since you're casting this instantly, you know, you don't need very long. Uh, it does technically take two turns because high speech is never reflective. It is a full action, but that's fine. That's a whopping three seconds. If somebody were to look around, they would hear weird chanting coming from the alley. They look around, and there's four folks kind of. They're gonna go. You know what? Is it's Jersey? Whatever, man. <laughs> so go ahead and roll space gnosis and plus four for well, excuse me, plus three. No, I, I like the first one more. <laughs> I'll go with four. There you go. That's all you That's got. Nice. Yep. That's good. Yeah, I, I love. I swear to God, guys. And I love it because, like, the one shot that we did was like, oh, wow, we're failing a lot. You guys are like, oh, okay, yeah. I can throw a lot of dice at this and it's not great. Uh, so let's see here. Scry. Oh, wait, that's a two dot spell. And all you need to do is cast it instantly. So by means of spell, move curtain, see a window. So effectively, you see down into the, well, past the door and kind of down into the room um, that you're kind of listening. Uh, and you can hear some sounds. That's what you're perceiving. You hear some pipes, you know, clanging, some, uh, you know, other just kind of normal house sounds almost. Um, and the, the window kind of appears in your mind and you see what like any role playing like nerd would love. It's old, old stone. There's a couple tables that are shoved over to the side. There's some folding chairs. There's uh, and some empty racks of like kind of industrial side uh, and some like empty kegs. But it's like this is like prime. Let's play D&D kind of space. It's it's very old, uh, but it looks clean. There's not like water dripping everywhere, but it's a large space. It probably matches the footprint, maybe a little bit smaller of the tavern upstairs. But to your vision, just opening it like that and and even saying you turn your maid side on because duh. Um, wait, mine didn't space. Yeah, no, you're, you're looking in here and it looks fairly empty. There's like um, incandescent bulb hanging with like the metal cage. There's a couple of those that are on. Are they on? Yeah, they're on. But that is it. So it says that I can move my view around as a reflexive right. action to view the target from any angle mm -hmm. I want. So assuming that I do shift my view around, does that make anything else visible? Not that you can see. It looks like a fairly empty room that was used for storage. Um, uh, actually, let's go ahead and yeah, let's add a wits and composure roll as you're you know kind of viewing around um, and see, see what kind of stuff you can see. All right. Hey, all right, cool. Uh, so one success, um, you're looking around, everything looks kind of tidy. This is not an unused room. Uh, there's not dust sitting on shelves, there's not dust on this table. The, you know, the, the metal chairs, the folding chairs don't have like a bunch of cobwebs down on the bottom. This room is used. Might have been a while, but it wouldn't have been very long. OK, so we're still going to need to go inside of it to do any closer inspection, yep. I'm assuming. Yeah. OK, so I relay the information, everybody. Um, you know, I tell them, yeah, it's I mean, there's nobody in there, so it shouldn't be an issue to get in. Uh, oh, uh, quick question. Do I see any alternative entrances nope. to it? Like, do we need to worry about wait staff coming in? Or no, whatever? The, the, it looks like this is a solid individual room. There was no other access to it that you could see. 
Okay, so the cellar is uh, completely standalone. Once we get in there, we don't have to worry about anybody coming in from up above. Um, it's uh, it's unusually clean, you know, as if people are actively using it. So something is happening down there. So yeah, we just, uh, we're gonna have to get in there. Weird, you got any more of that uh, luck? Can you can you tug on it and get us in on the lock, I mean? Um, oh, uh, if somebody has skills to open it up, I can certainly bend reality that way. Um, yeah, yeah, I can help you with that. Sure, this isn't really the kind of situation where uh, it might be accidentally left open. Like I can, I can bend fate. I can't just write it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, I can't really unlock it, but I might be able to get rid of it. Well, I don't know if we want to leave permanent, but if like if you've got the skills to open it up, does anyone? Yeah, I I definitely have the skills to get it open. The thief might. Yeah. So I'm gonna um. I'm going to invoke my uh, inspired because this is a teamwork approach. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use that to cast superlative luck. Okay. So that gives me that gives me a nine again. No, uh, the inspired gives you a critical success on three instead of five. I thought there was more mm-hmm. to it than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just a normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go right. ahead and take um, an arcane beat because you are resolving the condition. Whether it gives you the actual success the critical success, you still get the beat. Now, bear in mind, superlative luck does cost you mana. Remember that. Why? Because it is that much of a gnarly spell. It actually has mana cost built in. Oh, okay, sure. Fair enough. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's and, ridiculous. So here's a question I haven't asked before, but it recently occurred to me. I've got the the uh, shadow or the, the name two. So does that give mm. me two if I'm using that? Yes. I actually saw that on your character sheet and meant to mention it. Because you guys are limited to only two Yantras right now, like the path tool is useful, but it only gives you a plus one. Your shadow name gives you two. And that doesn't... Well, in my case, yeah. Right. Because I put the points into mm-hmm. it. Right. Oh, that reminds me. How, um, what is the usage of the shadow name? Should I have been using it is that a this Yantra. whole time? And so basically where a path tool is like, okay, I have this rod and it means this. And so I'm calling on that. The shadow name is I am calling on my own persona. I am calling on the name of Mammon and the things that I do as a mage or the, the, I am weird, the seer and I see fate and I am calling upon that to cast these spells. Uh, And it's basically kind of your own personal magic casting. So, you know, for Mammon, like if we're going to really pull from like the devil thing, you might carve, like, you know, infernal runes or something like that as you see it in your head. There's no path tool. There's no order tool to that. That's just your way of casting magic, your symbols. Okay, so as an example, when I was uh, scraping the mind of a mm-hmm. werewolf chick, I could have called upon my shadow name in order to get a, uh, a mind mm-hmm. roll. Uh, yeah, bonus and shadow her. name applies for literally any spell cast. Step closer to your mic. Shadow, yes, I'm picking Shadow name well. picks up for literally any any spell, like because it's you casting the spell, so you always apply. I got you. Cool. I call upon the power of yep. me, Grace yeah. Call even. Gotcha. Yep. And if you have, if you okay. guys eventually get that Cabal merit, that's another plus one. So cool. I'm gonna pull out a silver dollar and hand it to Mammon and say, "Give that a flip." I'm gonna flip that sure. shit. Three successes. There you go. So with inspired, which means that uh, you get um, you can decide what you want to do, but you could get the mana back and an additional mana. 
Um, I can't. I still can't go over my maximum though, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, what are my other options? Um, this is one of the things that eventually is going to go in that handout. <laughs> another condition. You take another condition on you or the subject. Uh, condition uh, reach in the primary spell factor or a bonus step in the primary spell factor, which might actually be fairly useful in this case. I'm going to do that. Um, I've got to find... Oh, no, the primary factor is duration. Okay, yeah, so that uh, so it only lasts for another turn. Can I take a bonus in potency? No, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, you can All move right. it to advanced, but that just means it's it it's harder to dispel. But that doesn't. Yeah. No. Um, and that says. All right, so I'll take a condition. Okay. Cool. Um, I think coming off of that, let's just stick with inspired. Like, sure. hey, fate fate is on your side right now. Um, okay, so what that means for uh, Bamman, it's you uh, because the primary spell factor is duration. You get free steps up in that. Not that you guys really care. You just have the baseline potency, which I've, I've got to get better about walking us through this. But uh, the base potency is just one, which is fine because all you want is one roll. Um, so um, double check on the character sheet. Um, well, lockpicking would be an extended action. Uh, I don't believe so, but we can see. I mean, it's not like the lock disintegrates if I fail the first time. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll look here in a second. But uh, that said, you have the rope. Uh, effect on that which is at the very bottom which basically means you'll roll and then it will automatically re-roll any of your failed dice that is what superlative luck does i have the what it's effect the, rope. the rope mm-hmm. effect? it's it's yeah so basically um you'll roll take all your successes anything that didn't roll success will be re-rolled automatically it is huge okay so uh but yeah let me look up Dex and Larson. I'm pretty sure that'll be it. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> um, because you were suggesting that it might be an extended skill, so I do want to look. Uh, Larceny is a physical skill. Uh, bypass security system extended. Oh, yeah. Lock pick. Oh, yeah, that's right, because poor Alan couldn't pick for his life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so um, now this is only for a number of rolls equal to words potency on that spell, which is only one. So your first one... We'll have an uh, we'll have that rope skill. Uh, so go for it. Got to be able to manage this. Oh yeah, right. You have uh, in mind the number of successes I that do. I need, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Did it? Did it roll? Do I? I'm not getting any modifiers from that spell, no. right? It's just, it just rope. rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Two. Okay. Yeah, you're you're working and you're feeling it starting to give, but you're not there. Okay. And so you can have a total of four rolls because that's what you're. Total dice pool is, but your dice pool doesn't get reduced, so just roll again. Well, there's another two. Nice. Oh, indeed, this sheet didn't change for me. But and Jimmy, Jimmy, click, and unlocks. Nope. That was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite lucky. The, the, the coin falls, finishes falling. No, uh, <laughs> the top keeps oh. spinning forever. Right. Uh, so yeah, you unlock this. I mean, like you pick it up. This thing has some heft. Uh, including even the like the shackle it, looking at it you're you're realizing well it's kind of ridiculous except when you start to pull the um the cellar door up the the wood is you know like heavy oak and it's actually banded across the back with like metal like whoever put these cellar doors up like was like please don't burst into my cellar well to be fair we're not bursting in so we're still respecting their wishes sure okay there's yeah, a gonna, set of about and... eight steps down into the basement. 
I'm gonna saunter on down like I own that. Okay. Bitch. Uh, let's let's let's. Uh, I'm gonna ask the classic D and D question. What's our marching order? Marching order. Um, uh, I'm gonna let uh, you know what. In second thought, I'm gonna let Songbird <laughs> first. <laughs> Taco's good out here. Always put the power in first. If Songbird intentionally interposes himself, that's fine. Otherwise, word is really curious, yeah, so she's gonna sure. be pushing forward too. No, I definitely definitely go first. Okay, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna be right behind you because I want to see what's down here. But like, you be in front. Okay. And just a reminder for our viewers from last episode: my main side is still up for this scene. Uh, or did no, we change because scene? the scene, yeah, oh, okay. we, yeah, we definitely we, changed scenes. Yep, uh, which does mean you can just turn it back on when you get downstairs. Yeah, uh, um, what was the is wits and composure for for perception? Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, you guys, uh, so we have um, Songbird, uh, Atratus, Weird, and then Mammon. Oh, fuck no, I'm going in second. I open that bitch. Okay. I'm just putting the meat shield in front. Everybody's like, no, 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 Songbird goes first, everybody's fighting over a second, yeah. Okay, so but you guys make your way down the steps very carefully. Um, they're definitely like steep and well worn, so they have like that kind of like softened edge at the corners and stuff like that. They're kind of sunk down a little bit more in the middle. They have seen use. You get down into the basement, and as you're like stepping in, uh, every single one of you goes, "Oh, something is weird here." Like you just feel it. It's on your, you know. Um, Mage sight's on. Yeah, the, the personal mage sight is, is uh, you know... Going crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you guys light everything up, you know, so, so there's this Sam Fisher kind of bweep, uh as everybody lights up. And, We're um, just looking around. Right. For most everybody, there's not really too much going on here. Ash, mm-hmm. I try to see two things. Mm-hmm. One is this spectral gate uh looks like two huge uh like rib bones curved up that cross at the top a big black emptiness in between them basically not smack dab uh, center kind of offset but center of the of the room um and then standing um near the gate and kind of like pacing around is um, a beautiful woman. Um, she's, give me a sec. Do you have a picture? I do not. Uh, I have a description. <clears throat> uh, she's um, about 18, 19. Um, she looks to be very, very, um, uh, let's say, 1700s dress, um, not quite ball gown, but dressed very, very, you know, well, uh, you know, a very like a real working corset and, you know, long gloves. Uh, she, she's dressed to the nines, 1700s style, um, you know, very, you know, kind of kind of an imperious nose stuck up look. And uh, she kind of looks about and sees the four of you coming down and just doesn't seem to really react. Um, she is not able to perceive that you perceive her, but kind of watching curiously, seeing who's come down, she kind of steps away from the gate and kind of pulls back kind of wallflower style. Like, I'm just gonna stand over here and see what these people are doing. Uh, but is mostly just watching what you guys are doing. And Atratus um, is the only one that sees correct. that, you said, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Would we not see her also? 
Um, if Weird wants to spend an extra mana to use Death Sight, oh, yes. Right, because it's not a... Okay. Not one of the ruling ones. Um, I could if you tell me about it, but... Yep. I am going to... I... I'm going to tell everyone about the ghost gate in the middle of the room. Okay. And so, well, actually, <laughs> tell me what you say. Oh, um, there's a gateway. I am going to keep an eye on the woman. I'm not going to mention her yet. I want to see how she reacts to me okay. explaining this to everyone else. She, yeah, when you say that you see the gateway, she looks miffed. She kind of look, you know, is looking and like looks at Tratus up and down real quick. You know, she she's kind of eyeing you up, looks weird, kind of looks at and, and then looks at Mammon and Songbird and like it is much more of a hmm kind of look from uh, and kind of walks over. Well, actually, yes, yeah, starts to walk towards the group. Very kind of, you know, very demure, casual steps. But and she's not in, in a hurry. But yeah, she starts walking towards uh, well, Songbird since he's up front. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just sort of like grab him and steer him away. It's like also a ghost. And, and uh, like that, um, Songbird, you have a very, very up close view of this woman who appears very similar to the way Gabe had. Um, she is uh, with her heels and everything up. Uh, well, actually, I can't remember how tall is Songbird. Songbird is pulling like the Norwegian six seven like, like crazy six thing. Right? One, no, yeah. six six one six two. Okay, yeah. So yeah. she's um, tall, tall, but not like. I'm crazy betting that big. she's trying to possess them or something. So, so let's move you away. Uh, but she appears smack dab in front of Songbird and kind of probably maybe an inch or two under you with her heels. And she kind of so very tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kind of eyes you up and down. She says, "Yeah." And she ma- uh, she manifests. I think uh, Atratus is going to recognize very quickly. Everybody can see her. Um, and she uh, she says, "Oh, more admirers. Have you come to come to say sweet things to me? Did you bring me gifts? Like, like you got a sister too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this." Yeah, she she kind of uh, sniffs at that. She's like, hmm. "Hello." <laughs> yeah. Uh, what up? What's up? Admirers? Question mark. Are you often have visitors down here? Um, as you say that, um, her form kind of ripples and changes. The um. The attire stays the same, but it takes on a suddenly more worn look. And her face looks a little bit more haggard. There's tear streaks through makeup. uh, And there's a lot of um, wounds on her arm. We'll we'll just say that just to keep it a little nice. Um, She's not looking in a good way at all. And she kind of reels back. She looks wounded. Uh, at your literally, uh, well, yeah, literally and, you know, like mentally. Um, and she's just like, and like, she's kind of thrown off. She's not happy with this. Um, and, uh, you know what? Actually, that's about nine o'clock. She keeps forgetting. So I think that might actually be the end of this episode, right? Six hours, six, six, six to nine, three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's about our, it's about our pausing point. (laughs) 
Alright. Oh, that means DM ran out of material. No, DM is actually ready for this. It, it was quite happy that you guys took longer with Gabe and hanging out, so I was like, I didn't run to the end. I was good for this all the way up to the last minute. <laughs> um, but also that means, yes, I get to flesh this out a little bit more. Uh, sure. So yeah, we will uh, we will pick this up next week, guys, um, with with more episodes of uh, Cultist Anonymous. Um, and then, uh, hey, listen to me talk about stuff. Hey guys, thanks for finishing off our session session two, episode four, whichever way you want to look at that. So we have met a ghosty lady, and that's that's all we know. Uh, and actually, as I'm recording this, I don't know what happens next. So I'm just as excited as you are. Uh, of course, if you want to keep you know track of all that stuff, please like, subscribe, hit the bell all that kind of stuff. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash occultista. And then you can see us on Patreon as well. That's patreon.com slash occultista. Thanks, guys. See you next time.